Dear songwriter, stop overcomplicating your melodies. Now, this is just one person's opinion, but I think sometimes we as songwriters, we tend to try to make things a little too interesting, right? We take melodies out of key. We try to make them super weird because we're trying to be original, whatever it might be. But in today's episode, I'm going to give you an example of a song that uses a really simple melodic structure and it's one of my personal favorite songs, so let's get into it. Welcome to Dear Songwriter, the show to help you, the songwriter, to write and release your first album or single so you can effectively start your artist journey. My name is Connor Frost, and I help songwriters such as yourselves do exactly that. This episode is going to be all about melody, specifically not overcomplicating your melodies and giving you an example of a melodic structure that's very simple. So today's song that I'm going to be analyzing is Drain You by Nirvana. And this is a song that is one of my personal favorites. It's also a song that I've analyzed with my students of my mentorships, my various songwriting mentorships. I think the reason for it is not only is it a great song, but it's just a great example of how it's not about how complicated your melodies are. It's not about how many different melodies you have. It's really about just creating hooks, creating catchy melodies, repeating those melodies. We're going to get into it. So once again, this is Drain You by Nirvana, and just going to break it down section by section. So the first verse, we have one melodic motif, right? And if you don't know what motif means, I talk about in other episodes but essentially motif is a theme. There's one motif in the verse for this song, and it goes like this. One more time. In the verse, that repeats four times. I think there might be slight variation with the amount of syllables per line, possibly. I would have to go back and really listen to it, but it's the same motif all the way through, four lines. So that's verse one. And then the chorus goes like this. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. Okay, so that's the first motif. And then the second line does a bit of a variation of that but it's the same notes, same vibe. So that happens for three lines. So six measures, it happens. And then the last line, do, 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 concludes the chorus. So we have kind of like an A, 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 B structure going on in the chorus. And that B is, you could say, is almost like a tag. So you could say two motifs, two different melodic themes in the chorus. So in the verse, we have one, in the chorus, we have two. Then we go back to the verse. Same thing. One melodic motif all the way through. Then we go to the bridge. And the bridge is kind of like a build slash breakdown. So the drums just go kind of like on toms and snare. We start to build up. We hear more feedback. And there's just one motif there. It's very short. Just saying a couple different words to create this build effect that they're trying to make in this song. After that, goes into an instrumental section, and then 
goes back to actually another verse. So this is interesting, and this is kind of a little bit of a tangent, but the bridge section goes back into a verse instead of going back into a chorus. So sometimes when we think of bridges, we think of like chorus, bridge, chorus. But this song is an example of how you can go chorus, bridge, verse, and then eventually chorus, which I'll get to. So it goes back to another verse. We have that same motif again. Also, side note, the lyrics are repeated from the first verse. So again, kind of off topic, but something you can do in your songs. If you're trying to figure out what to write, you can't figure it out. You can just repeat the first verse if you feel like you've sort of said everything already. So they repeat that first verse almost exactly the same way. Goes back into a chorus. And then actually they add sort of like a half chorus at the end before hitting that last motif of da da da. So a bit of an extended chorus with different lyrics at the very end. Kind of like a double chorus, but more like a half extra chorus just with different words, but same melody again. So to summarize, in this song, Drain You by Nirvana, so I suggest that after you listen to this, go listen to this song. We have one motif in the verses. And again, there's variation in terms of the amount of syllables delivered per line, obviously, because it's not going to be the same based on the lyrics that they've chosen, right? But the, the melody and the theme is the same. And then the chorus, essentially you have two. The second motif's a little bit shorter. I would say it's more of a conclusion than perhaps a motif. For the, all intents and purposes, we'll say two. And then the bridge is really just one. There's, there's not even like much of a melody in the bridge, at least vocally speaking, because it's more of a build. It ends with a bunch of screams. And then at the end, sort of that double chorus stays the same in terms of the motif. And then there's just a bit of an extension at the end there before going to the final motif that we've heard before in the chorus. So why does this matter? Well, I went into it a little bit already, but I just think that we get so insecure about trying to do something different that I think we forget about just writing music that can connect with people. And if you can find these melodies that people can latch onto and repeat them, then it's a formula that works. It's a formula that works. And the relationship that you create between the melodies that you write as well as the lyrics that you write is what's going to make the song uniquely yours. So if you're feeling writer's block, you're getting stuck certain moments as it relates to melody, I would try this template. Try one motif for the verse, two for the chorus, basically an instrumental bridge, more or less, back to another verse, into a chorus. And if you want to make the last chorus double chorus, that could be cool too. So just try it, right? This could be a good way to get out of writer's block. I find that if we have a little bit of direction and guidance, whether that's from someone else or from yourself, that that can be helpful. So if you like this episode, I have a gift for you. So I have a free video training. It's called How to Confidently Turn Your Voice Memos into Release-Ready Songs. And it really goes into melody and structure, which is a lot of what we talked about today. So if you have any questions or you're genuinely passionate about song analysis and you want to figure out how to make it work for your songs, go get this training. Connorfrost.com, C-O-N-N-O-R Frost, F-R-O-S-T.com slash 
video training, V-I-D-E-O training, T-R-A-I-N-I-N-G. Go snag it. It'll be available for a little bit longer. And I hope you get some value from it because writer's block and not knowing what to do next can be kind of a pain. So this training will give you the tools to break through all of that and get the knowledge that you need to. So thanks for listening to this episode. I release episodes weekly, so I hope to see you, hear from you, I suppose, next week. Take it easy. Take it easy.